Log Talk Radio. How do you choose a date? Whose company would you enjoy? Well, one thing you can consider. Hello, folks. How's everybody doing? I'm Lena. This is Danny. <laughs> and All right, and Sasha, and we are fluent in Singlish. Follow us on Blog Talk Radio, um, iTunes, which will be uploaded in a couple couple of weeks. Um, Twitter, Twitter handle is fluent in the letter N, not I N, Singlish. And Instagram is uh, fluent underscore in underscore single, single underscore ish. Um, uh, wanted to start off with a question that someone uh, ran by us from our last episode, which we discussed age difference and dating people uh, 10 years older or younger than yourself. One of the questions was, um, do we think music uh, music makes a difference with age. Um, I think it absolutely does. It has to. Um, music changes so much so often. Even nowadays, I feel like I don't listen to the same kind of music that I listened to 10 years ago. Um, but I do have a huge library of music, but, um, you know, I guess the question really was, how did we feel about as far as, how do we feel about it as far as music was concerned? You guys want to chime in? Really yeah, I I think it definitely is uh, a factor, or it's like for me, it's either a, a big factor or it's not a factor at all. Because with me, I listen to everything, and you know, I like the new stuff that's coming out. I don't really listen to new rap because I don't really consider that hip hop, but um, I listen to everything else like Ed Sheeran and Dua Lipa and Marshmallow and any new stuff that comes out. If it's good, I'm going to listen to it. So I think most people are like that. Um, if they like it, you know, I don't, it, I think it's sad if people get stuck in like when they were in high school or when they were, you know, younger. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's sad if people are just stick with their music, but you know, I think um, it can be a big thing. It can be a, you know, nothing at all. Okay, cool. Sasha, any thoughts on music choices with age difference? No, not really. Like I mentioned uh, the other night, I just felt like you could be introduced to, you know, something new depending on, you know, um, whatever genre that person is into. Like I don't think that it necessarily means that you're trying to convert over to, you know, anything that they're interested in, whatever type of music or, or activities that they're interested in. So, uh, well, I, don't, I mean, I'm not against being introduced to anything else. I'm, I'm open to, you know, exploring common interests. And that's the only way that you can kind of figure out, you know, what you have in common. By being True. introduced to yeah. something, right? 
True. Agreed. And I, Agreed. And I also, um, I saw, I was in a relationship with somebody for a long time. It was like, became one of my best friends. And we listened to like the total opposite music. And I used to, you know, joke with her about, because she did listen to stuff that I thought was just not good. It's like newer uh, rap music that was just like, for me, because I've been producing music since I was 16. So it's like Nas and Tupac and, and, you know, that I can't get into the new stuff, which makes me feel old. But um, (laughs) that really wasn't really an issue, even though we listened to totally different music. But we were great friends. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's um I think it's definitely one of those things where um you can learn a lot from each other, um, with an age okay. difference and um, you know, turn each other on to different things and you know say, Hey, yeah. I like I like this or have you heard of this band or you know. It's a cool way to yeah. connect. So yeah, yeah thanks for the question. I listen to Sarah Varellis. Uh, Evanescence, Nine Inch Nails, and then um, yeah. on the opposite end of that, yeah, I could go Tupac, Nas, TV, like those are my favorite rappers. So yeah. I'm all over the place when yeah. it comes to music. Yeah, good cool. All right, good question. Um, remember, everybody, you can always um, hit us up and um, tweet us questions, send us slide in our DMs on Instagram and give us your questions or hit us up on Blog Top Radio on the station. Um, today the topic is uh, something that everybody is all too familiar with. Um, dating. Dating and dating apps. Using social media to connect with people. Ask people out on dates. Um, if we have time, we'll address um, you know, questions from guests at the end of the show. So if you have a question, you can always tweet us. Um, or send us a message on Instagram, or you can simply call into the show. The number is 213-943-3577. Again, it's 213-943-3577. Just send us your thoughts or questions. We'd love to hear from you, get some input, and we'll address those at the end of the show if we have time. So any type of um, singlish incidents happened since we've last dis- last talked? Anybody have anything? Mm. Well, I've been getting a lot of, um, you know, people saying that they love the show and they um, are looking forward to the topics we're going to be getting into. So, um, yeah, like dating for me never really comes up, but now that we're doing the show and people are liking it, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's starting to to become something. Cool. Very, very cool. I'm glad. I'm glad um, people had positive feedback. I got positive feedback, too, so that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm going to back on that. I, I heard that uh, the topic was very relevant to our age group. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly what your focus, you know, was yeah. to reach yeah. the audience. And that's yeah, I do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. So, uh, make sure you retweet the show, share it on Instagram. And like I said, in a couple of weeks, we'll be on iTunes. So, it'll definitely be easier to tune in. Um, so yeah. getting back to the, to today's topic is dating nowadays. It's almost inevitable that you would have to use some sort of social media outlet. Um, has anybody been on any, like, 
sites recently. I tried some things a couple of years ago, but I don't even know what's hot now. Like, what are the dating apps that people are using? What are the big ones? Does anyone know? Um, besides Tinder, um, <laughs> really, that's that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. I always hear people. Well, I used to hear Match a lot, and I actually tried Match out for a little while. Um, well, the free version, yeah, obviously. They, yeah, the I think the the paid ones are like, you know, I think they've got tons of people, but I think the more the Tinder is is out there and it's so easy to use and free, I think it's right. just, I think it's it's just a matter of time before it kind of takes over that match and um, all the other ones. Yeah. I I actually asked a couple of friends today about a couple. So I heard about Bumble. Ne- had never heard of that oh, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. Well, I'll say this out of love. I have used um, a dating app maybe five years ago. It was like blackpeoplemeet.com. Terrible experience. Mm-hmm. So those things mm-hmm. are just kind of creepy. So you don't use, yeah, you don't use apps at all, Sage? No, I do not believe in social media interaction. I mean, I've tried it, and Mm -hmm. it did not work. So, um, I mean, I have some pros and cons. I guess we'll dig into that. Mm -hmm. I feel like... Um, you're really meeting the representative of someone if it's like a, a web-based platform that you're primarily communicating getting to know somebody with um, on. I feel like um, you miss, like there are three stages in dating. There's um, the beginning stage, which is like the oxytocin kind of chemical stage, um, chemistry stage, where you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, if I like this person, do I, or is it just lust? Is it like a temporary sex? Um, and then the second stage of dating is you're transitioning towards being exclusive with one another. You know, after you get past that, like, versus lust stage, um, was this just a rebound thing? Was it boredom? Was it stress-related? And then that takes you into the final dating stage where you're figuring out if you're going to move forward with marriage or, you know, meeting someone's family. And I feel like that can't necessarily happen in its true form using dating apps because you, you don't have that physical interaction. And I'm kind of devil's advocate on this. Like I, I, I'm not judging anyone that does this, that, you know, uses the apps or, um, find companionship because I, it can happen. You you have the success stories that you hear, you see on the commercials, match.com. I just don't think that it's something, you know, that you should be serious about almost if, if you're a busy person. So you like live a lifestyle where you can't have that physical interaction. You don't have time to physically meet up with someone. I think that it's good, you know, just to pass time to have that companionship that you can't really make time throughout the day to really, you know, achieve. Mm-hmm. 
But as far as, you know, dating and, and meeting someone, I, I don't think that it's a it's a good deal. Yeah, I, I, I kind think... of agree. I mean, well, I, I, I agree because I don't want to meet somebody that way either. But I just like meeting mm-hmm. people so much. Like, I, I really like that whole, you know, connecting with other people. So I use mm-hmm. I probably use Tinder for the wrong reasons because I like the conversations. And then if we have a good conversation after, you know, a couple mm-hmm. interactions, then, yeah, I would like to go out. But mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have a good feeling about meeting somebody and then going out and then starting a relationship. Like, I'd rather meet somebody through somebody or out or, right. like, in face-to-face and then have that connection and have them like me because of my personality instead of, mm-hmm. like, swiping. You know, it's just right. like how many people have you swiped on that day? It's just it to me. It just it just doesn't seem real. Right, it seems superficial almost, and that's what I meant. Like you're judging someone based off of their looks. You know how many yeah. likes or comments or, or people that they interact with, and then it's almost like one of one of the biggest pet peeves that I have is like if a guy is interested in you, you know, they'll ask you. What are some of your favorite things to do? Or, um, you know, what do you like to do for fun? What happened in your last relationship? And I feel like those mm-hmm. are superficial questions because based off of the way that I answer them, you're going to try to be the opposite of whatever my bad experience was so that yeah. there's a connection there. So I just feel like everything mm-hmm. is almost superficial when it's web I get the I get the part about um I get the part about uh the awkwardness or the um the the unreal presentation that's given. I don't think it's a terrible way to meet people. I definitely don't agree with trying to base relationships off of them. If you connect with someone and you guys exchange phone numbers and then your conversation has nothing to do with the app anymore, I don't see what's so wrong about that. Um, what I I base, what I, what I base, um, I, I guess at this point, me being the age that I am, I'm not on a dating app looking at potential husbands, you know what I'm saying? So the thought of something progressing that way is not what my intentions are. So I think it's all about what your intentions are with the app. They can be fun. They can be used to, to meet people. And if something happens, you know, I believe in fate. So if something is meant to happen, then it will, it will happen, whether it's on an app or in the grocery store or at the gas station. So, um, you, you got to take it for what it's worth. I think like you, you have to literally be like, okay, this is a way for me to connect with someone. So if I can see, and let's be real. You talk to someone and you can, for the most part, I think we're all adults, is you can read people's bullshit almost right away. Um, I, you know, even their stupid bios and their taglines, like, I'm like, yeah, all right, you're full of shit, you know? So it's more, it's more of um, using your own discretion with it too. Yes, there's jerks on there. Yes, there's people that are just out to like hook up and maybe that's what you're out there for. So maybe it's not a big deal. Um, But People that are looking for some, I think people that are looking for like uh, uh, relationships to evolve from them, I think that's a hard, 
um, that's a hard thing to push on something like that because they are, everybody is so disposable. And, you know, if I don't like what someone's saying, I can block them and never talk to them again. So I think it really depends on what your intentions are with them. You know, they yeah. can definitely, find, I've, I've met, I've met people where something could have happened and I wasn't in a place where I wanted things to happen and they were great guys. And then I have horror stories from dating apps. So it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. Me personally, I kind of find them overwhelming, and that's why usually I back away from them um, on occasion. And one of the reasons why I haven't introduced myself to them again now, just because I'm not ready for that, to take that on. Um, um, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Coming from, as from a negative standpoint on online dating apps or or meeting someone via social media, I feel like it takes away the option of seeing that person, um, like how they handle stress, you know, in person, their um, mannerisms, you know, physical mannerisms. What about like hiding habits? You know, like let's say you're really digging this person online. They look good on paper, physically they look good, like everything seems like it's popping. And then you meet them, they may have like a hygiene problem, you know, or (laughs) so do you continue to talk to this person online when that could have just been, you know, a step that you could have skipped over had you met them in person up front? Like what if their teeth are like green? They fart, you know, like you just don't want that stuff. I'm totally them in person. I think it's just a different order because people will eventually show themselves to you no matter what. Yeah, so I'm not afraid of that the green part, team, yeah. yeah, or it's or it's something else, they're going to show themselves to you because even in regular life, when you meet somebody, you're going to see the best version of them, the version that they Always. would either like to be or the version that they want you to see. So that doesn't last right. forever. And yeah. when that goes away, um, then you've either been wasted six months of your life or it was one date. But even Tinder is the same way. I mean, um, they're going to talk and say the things you want to hear. Even when you mm-hmm. go out, they're going to say the things you want to hear. But mm-hmm. if it does progress, you're going to find out. who. They, unless you're a non-red flag person and you don't look for the flags and, or you don't see them. Um, right. Either way, I think it's just now it's faster. It's like, and it's a little more shallow, but for the, mm-hmm. for the hot people, it's cool because, oh, I'll just swipe on everybody that I think is hot. I'm happy, so they're swiping on me. But if you're like mm-hmm. somebody who doesn't go out and you love Star Wars and then you find somebody on there with the Star Wars sweatshirt, and you're just like, this is perfect, and then you match, it's like yeah. they're yeah. together forever. So yeah. I think it, it's on one side, it's really, really good, and another side, it can be really, really bad. But you know, yeah. two shallow people falling in love happens all the time. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I think there's rules. You know, I know friends that have rules with with um, so, social media and dating apps. Some of the rules are really extreme. And, um, you know, and I know they do that to protect themselves. You know, a girl that I know says, um, you know, I'll chat with a guy for four weeks online before I give him my number. For me personally, I think that's absurd. Like I wouldn't even want to be on an app 
having to talk to someone on an app for four weeks. I just feel like Mm -hmm. if a guy met me at the gas station and asked me for my phone number and I was feeling him, I'd give him my phone number. You know, it, for me, it just seems like you have to have some sort of order in your own life. And that's what she feels comfortable with. So, Hey, more power to you. But I also, in the back of my mind, I'm like, if I was a guy and a girl told me, and we've been, connecting on on a dating app and we feel like you know oh we're vibing and it's been four weeks and she don't want to give me her phone number i'd like move on to somebody else that's just what i would think um unless the conversation was just that good yeah 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 i just know rules sometimes can be helpful like you set your own rules with things that you're comfortable with um and then that can help. I think at my age, I'm not out in the club every weekend, so I'm not meeting people by the dozens like I did 10 years ago. So right. being able to connect with someone or connect with a potential person, that's the perfect outlet. I mean, when I go to the grocery store, I'm not looking my best, and I usually have my son with me, so I wouldn't want anyone approaching me at the grocery store. I've always have my son with me. So for me, I can take the time to meet people at my own leisure um, and connect with people at my own leisure without feeling any type of pressure about, okay, I need to make sure that I go to this cookout or I need to go to the club this weekend because I'm having a dry spell right now. You know, so that's where I see kind of like the benefits of it. if, If you were in the market and somebody came up to you that you liked, and you were not looking your best, and like you said, you were not re- mm-hmm. really interested in being talking. But this, you mm-hmm. see this person, you're attracted to this person. Does that mm-hmm. affect anything? Do you not talk to them because you're in that mode? Or do you say, you know what, let me break my rule because I, I, I like this person. It's very nice, very, you know, respectful. Um, so do you, does it, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Like if a guy comes what? up to you and annoys like- you and you're not attracted to him? It would depend. Like Sasha said on our last episode, I would never entertain anybody with my son around. That just wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I would mm-hmm. I would feel more offended if someone approached me when I had my yeah. son. You know, um, I don't think I think if you're a obl- if you're oblivious to my son being with me, then you just don't have the mindset I'm looking for. Um, so that would be one. If I was alone and someone approached me. Um, I definitely would probably entertain that, you know, if I was attracted to the person or if they were charming or whatnot. But, um, you know, nine times out of ten, I know I'm not meeting anybody while I'm out unless I'm out with my girls, which is hardly ever. Um, Or, you know, I'm out at, you know, Friday's happy hour or something like that. So, but yeah, I mean, so let me Uh tell you guys about a situation that happened to me. Um, about six months ago. So, and this is why I think it's so important to physically meet someone beforehand, before giving them your information or, you know, exchanging social media handles. Um, So, anyhow, a work girlfriend told me, and I'll be real quick, she told me about this event where it's like a, a group dating event, game night. And there are a lot of single people that go and meet at a specific place. Like you register online, you pay money and you register to meet at a certain event. They have like plenty of games there. It was like Monopoly, Uno, Twister, 
drinks, cocktails, outdoors. Um, it, it was just a lot of fun. So I met this guy, and I didn't feel comfortable with, you know, getting to know him immediately, like on a personal level. So I did give him my phone number. I typically will not do this. So I did give him my number. You know, we danced. I, I felt like he was handsome. His mannerisms were okay. Fast forward, we talked um, maybe like two or three weeks. We were supposed to meet up for lunch. And the weekend that we were supposed to meet up for lunch, I got a Facebook friend request from for, from him. I had never given him my last name. So that was kind of weird to me. I declined the invitation. So he immediately texted me maybe a few days later, you know, and it was just like, why did you decline my invitation? I'm like, why would you search for me online? Like, I don't feel like we're there yet because, you know, it's like you have your family, personal Mm -hmm. experiences, places that you're attending on Facebook. So I don't, you know, allow just anyone I meet to befriend me on Facebook. And so he was just like, well, it's just Facebook. You know, if we can talk on the phone or via text, we could definitely interact online. I'm like, no, I don't feel like that because if it doesn't work out or if you're crazy, which he obviously was, you know, you have access to like my mom, my dad, places that I frequently visit, things like that. So anyhow, I declined it and it just went like downhill from there. The worst part about it is that we had a mutual friend and I didn't know that until, you know, Facebook says like, this is your mutual friend or whatever. And it was my pastor's son <laughs> was our future, our Ooh. mutual friend. So now he knows which mm-hmm. church I go to. So, I mean, it was just really messy from there. It was, you know, I told him and he was like very persistent on wanting to take things further wanting to meet up and and go places and you know I was just like this is not going to work I feel like you're too intrusive almost I feel like you should give people time to you know share what they want to share with you before it gets there so that case seems super aggressive I don't think I have ever gone on a date with someone or I mean whether it was social media or not gone on a date with someone where someone aggressively pursued me like that. Like that just seems, that seems crazy. insane. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't even. Red flag. That, yeah. That's a red flag that there's something wrong there. And I, I would never go and search for someone, then friend request them, then ask them why they didn't accept my friend request. I feel like connecting on social media platforms like Facebook, especially something that's so personal like Facebook, cause that's not like, Snapchat or, you know, something that that comes and goes, but Facebook is definitely more personal. I think I would talk to them like, oh, hey, do you have a Facebook? You should look me up. Like if I felt the need to want to validate their story and not to be mean or anything, but when I meet people, I already look you up and check you out. So yeah, the need me for me too. to friend request you <laughs> isn't necessary. Like I, I don't know what I need to know. Friend, yeah, I don't need to friend yeah. request you to know what I want to know. So That's the fact crazy. that he did that, then asked you why you didn't accept it, is just bananas. So yeah, I would have gotten to blocking people at that point. 
Um, but that's one of the unfortunate so things. I, yeah, I've never had a bad experience as far as um, I haven't had a bad experience as far as using the apps. I think the experiences that I've had have just been the experience of being in the dating world and dating people and coming across crazies. Um, so I don't know if it's necessarily pegged. I know one of the guys uh, that I met before I met through a conversation on Instagram and he, we're still friends. He's super duper cool. Um, we just mm-hmm. never really, you know, we went out on some dates and, you know, nothing ever really came of it just because that's not where I wanted to go. Um, but he was super cool. And we met in comments, like commenting on a mutual friend's post. Mm-hmm. So it could happen, you know. Well, I'm I've, not opposed I've made to a, a bunch of friends from – I've made a bunch of friends from Tinder, to be totally honest. Like people that I am friends with like now from how mm-hmm. whenever we met and never met them. Like it's just for real. It's It's about, you know, understanding that this is where I'm at. That's where you're at. We have good conversation. And let's just keep it at this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you want to jump to get married. I don't, I'm not a relationship person, but we are cool. Yeah. So let's just be friends. And then, and that's what it is. It's like when two people can, can communicate and say, this is what I want and this is what I want, but we're still, you know, cool. That mm-hmm. it's just messed up when somebody's like, oh, you don't want to take me out to dinner tonight. And we just, you know, connected. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to go. It's like something's wrong with that. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's all in, you know, the people you're dealing with. You're going to get bad ones and you're going to get good ones. And I want to yeah. take a step back and say that I wasn't saying that Star Wars people are nerds because I love Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I just need to correct that. You know, so. Um, we don't want yeah, any it's, hate mail. Everybody has their own thing. No, I love yeah. Star Wars. So I was, yeah. you know. But, yeah, know everybody has I've their own thing and they connect. But, Daniel, do you, I know this is going to sound super sexist, but do you think that it's, maybe a safety issue like a guy using a dating app versus a woman like I feel like it's kind of okay for you to do that because you're you know a man nine times out of ten you're probably going to be stronger than the person that you're well if it's you're dating women obviously that is Um, I'm surprised <laughs> well, it's it's real because it's like I'm surprised when sometimes I match with somebody and they're like, "Hey, let's hang out." Like, and you know, actually, some I've been friends with but never met, and then they're just like, "Hey, I'm gonna, you know, whatever's happening, you want to come over and, and watch a movie?" Do, you're inviting me, and you don't know me, and I don't go. Like for real, I don't go. But that's just that's that's not cool. You know, it's yeah. it's really for women. It's totally different. I can only speak for men because. Right. I mean, I can't speak for all men, but as for me, mm-hmm. um, I know that I can go out. We can go to the movies. I could go to some well, – you know what? Even that's not true. I can't go to somebody's house and watch a movie because, like, I mean, people get set up all the time. You so, shouldn't go to I, someone's house and watch a movie. You should not. Right. And I, that's why I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's dangerous yeah. all the way around, but I, I'm positive it's more dangerous for women. I've watched enough episodes of Snap that women are just as dangerous. I read an article Mm -hmm. on Plenty of Fish um, of an incident that happened from the Plenty of Fish website where this woman um, met this guy. I don't know if you read the story, and he just had, like, a a one-year-old daughter. I know she was under two years old. And anyhow, this woman would basically be, like, the – 
girl that sets up, she'll go on dates with guys and then she sets them up for like two other guys to come in and rob them and then they killed him. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think that that was the plan, but they actually killed that guy. And so you just have to be careful with things like that. So like you should always meet in a public place. Like if, if that mm-hmm. is your avenue, you know, that you're going to use, always yeah. meet in the public place, always tell somebody, you know, I'm meeting this person here. This is their phone number. If you can get a tag number before you get out of the car, maybe I'm just being like extra precautionary, but you know, those are just no. things that. No, you can never, like, never be too careful. Um, another thing I wanted to, to run across is just like with people having experience is let's help some of our listeners out. And what, what would be, a red flag if you were looking at someone's profile on a dating app, what would be one of the things that you would warn people to look out for? One picture. Somebody one picture? One picture. Is um, that considered creepy or suspect or catfishy? It's suspect. A little catfishy. Yeah, a little, a little bit of all of that. Because okay. <laughs> people who are really interested in meeting other people have more than one picture. I mean, even... Now, if it's a like a eighty year old woman or man, then oh. all right, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but if it's a person under hey, 50, that's what I'm looking for. I'm <laughs> Wait, Daniel, what are what are Daniel? What are the parameters on your dating apps that you see pictures of eighty year old women? I just want to know. know. <laughs> what are the filters you, know, they, you have they, set up on your dating they, app? They know what they know what they're doing. They they they've uh, like, lived life. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a cougar anymore. What is that? I don't even know what that is. A silver box, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Silverback? I don't know. I know one of the things that always alarms me is when um, they're – well, I know I've only been on a few, but um, I was on Match, and then I was on Plenty of Fish. When when the bios are, like, super long – I'm like, why is that scary? See, I feel like it, it scares me that? because the the only reason why it raises a red flag with me one is like you're a complete narcissist. I I just don't feel like <laughs> you have to tell me that much stuff about you in a bio. Like I will get to know you and I can ask all the questions. And and it also I also feel like it's um it's one of those things where they're trying to pile all this information on you and tell you how great they are. So you can be convinced how great they are. And, yeah, and like one other thing that, yeah, what are you trying to compensate for? And one other thing is women and men do it alike. Cause I see girls do it on their profiles, like on Facebook and Instagram and, it it always says I'm a sweet loving person and I mm-hmm. I'm just like you are you got to tell people you are because you got to tell people you're a sweet loving person you're probably not a sweet loving person I see that yeah. all the time I see that all the, all the time, time. yeah yeah especially on the dating apps you know I'm a good guy and blah 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 really you got to let people know you're a good guy you got to yeah. those are the things that I feel like are red flags because I'm just like. If you were a good guy, you were sweet and genuine, you wouldn't even have to say it. People will know it. Yeah. Okay. Something that uh, isn't a red flag for me but is annoying is when the picture – when they have a bunch of pictures, but they're all with, like, six different people. Like, wh- why, do you, why are you making me guess who you are? Like, am I supposed to see all of them and figure out which face is the same? Like, 
Why is it always like you? You're in a group in every picture. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think too. Another one that I saw a lot was um, uh, I I would I would skip over people that said separated. Um, and the oh, yeah. only reason why is because I just don't know what that means. I don't know where you are in your process. It's it's so gray and it's so unofficial. So yeah, when people say separated, it's I, I I don't feel like it's a good thing. I don't I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But hey, you have I'm sure a lot of people that, don't care. You have people that would label themselves in a relationship, you know, and they are technically not behaving that way. So yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of I feel like um, yeah. I feel like when way. people say separated, it almost seems like immediately it's like it's complicated it just seems like it's there's something going on that you're not yet divorced but you're not together but you're dating in in this transition so I don't know for me that's a red flag like you know something's not stable in your uh in your relationship world if that's what you want to call it and um I would skip over I would skip over people that were like that so well, a red yeah. flag to me, the only thing that I, I you know, kind of interact with people on is Instagram. I feel like mm-hmm. I go through comments. So if I see, like, a lot of flirting on comments, like if a woman, you know, says something to you that's, oh, nice photo, that's completely fine. But if I mm-hmm. see something like you look like a tall glass of of milk and your response to her. <laughs> that is so thirst quenching, a tall glass of milk. I have never heard that. And that kind of tells you what kind of person, you know, that you're dealing yeah. with because he's yeah. either dealing with a group of classy women or some parched thirst buckets, you know, and that kind of, yeah. a woman is always going to be a representative of, I mean, if it's like once in a blue moon you see a comment like that then okay maybe it's just a thirsty woman but mm-hmm. you know if it's like a repeated offense and there are multiple women that are leaving comments like that I guarantee you you know okay um it looks like we have a caller so let's um let's take the caller and see what questions they have hold on one second Hello, you're on fluent uh, in English. Uh, I have a suggestion for you know a good dating app that's worked well for me. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's called DickandDash dot com. Works really well. Come on, <laughs> come on, try next time. Ah ha ha. All right, that was the joke of the night. Thanks, guy. Um. But yes, don't try that app. It's probably not real. If it is, it's probably scammy. Um, and there's probably no good dicks on there. Um, mm. So, um, <laughs> anywho, anywho, I feel like, um, um, 
people are so crazy. He sounded like he was 12 years old. Um, 15, I was going to say that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know one app that I know is super duper serious, and it's probably for people that um, are like looking for marriage. And I've heard great things about eHarmony. Not great things as in success rates. Um, obviously they claim that their success rate is high, but I know a friend of mine and he's probably going to eventually listen to this podcast, but a friend of mine tried to register and he wasn't all the way divorced yet and they wouldn't let him have a profile. So they seem pretty legit on their screening. Yeah. They refused. They said that he was going to have to send in a copy of his divorce decree in order for his um, profile to be complete. So, That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, so they seem well, pretty serious. That's probably why their success rate is pretty high and also probably why they're kind of expensive. So anybody out yeah. there looking to get married, eHarmonies? I do know that uh, Match works. I mean, well, I don't know if Match works. I mean, I'm sure they all work to some degree. But mm-hmm. I was seeing somebody that um, for a while, and then a couple years after that, you know, you lose touch. But I was watching TV, and she was on a Match.com commercial. And it was like they met on Match, and they got married, and now they have kids. It was like – Really? That's awesome. That, yeah. So, Pretty cool. I mean, some – I guess what they all the work for some span, degree. do you know, from the time that you talked to that person um, until you – till they got married? I mean, until they were right. on Match? Yeah. Uh, a couple of years curious. after. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. One of my girlfriends met her boyfriend on Match, and they were a pretty good fit. Um, I don't know. They were dating maybe, probably six months, nine months, maybe closer to nine months yeah. to a year, and then they moved in together. So it was just yeah. you know she wasn't uh, she was somebody that was super afraid of dating apps. She hadn't really dated as an adult. She had been in a long-term relationship, so she happened to meet a nice guy, so it worked out good for her. Um, And then, of course, you hear stories about... Now, I I don't want to blame it on the apps. Maybe the apps just make crazies more readily available, but I just feel like crazies are crazies no matter where they're at or how you meet them. They're just going to be crazy. Um. So the same thing that Sasha said, he was like super aggressive towards her, you know, hitting her up constantly. Uh, he would, if she didn't answer on text, he'd check the app to see if she was on the app. Um, oh, wow. Just kind of like wild. So I think you just have to be, I think the the screening process that people use for themselves needs to be um, very thorough. I think if you make it as thorough as possible, it's, you can kind of like, you know, catch the weirdos before it goes too far. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you feel about how do you... Younger people use them. I know. That's really scary. And younger people are not so uh, smart sometimes. Yeah. They're like, yeah, let's meet up and spend the night together. (laughs) Yeah, let's go to... Mm -hmm. You know, they haven't met this person and they're like, let's go to Cancun together or something wild. Um. Mm What do you feel, how do you guys feel about, um, like, people sliding in your DMs? Like, people that you're already 
acquaintances with. Obviously, you're already friends with them on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And someone like, oh, give you the oh, hey, big head, and the at, and you know, in your DMs. Do, do you feel like that's exactly, <laughs> or does it depend on who it is? No, it's I'm not for as long me. As we yeah. are in fact single. Like I've had yeah, um, a couple of guys that were clearly in relationships like oh you know you remember that time and I'm like no I do not remember that time get right yeah. back out of my box <laughs> yeah that happens all the time yeah, yeah. But the, the tough one though is when that person sends you a message and they are in a relationship with your friend like mm. like part of you see that used to happen on Facebook to me it would be like a message a playful message but it's like, we're not, this is not me and you. Like, we are not friends. I'm mm-hmm. friends with your boyfriend or husband, and that's not going to happen. Right. So it's like one real quick, you know, reply, and then no more replies. Like, because then they mm-hmm. try to push a little bit of a conversation, but you don't reply. Like, that's just, that's just super mm-hmm. disrespectful. But, I mean, can if it is innocent. Can we explore that for a second, though? I know it's off topic, yeah. but can we explore that? So then... When that happens, you in turn would tell your friend, right? Like what kind of woman that they're dealing with, or do you just kind of stay out of it? I'm just curious. See, the only time I stay out of it is when I know that that person knows that that person's shady. Like if you know that person's shady and people have told you, and then I stay out of it. But if it seems like the perfect relationship, um, I'll feel it out a little bit, and then I will tell them. You know, I mean mm-hmm. – don't shoot the messenger. I'll say, you know, this is your business. You deal with it. But, see, you can't really always do that when they're just like, oh, we had fun at that basketball game. That was fun. You can't really. That's nothing. But if they cross mm-hmm. that line and they become a little flurry, then you got to tell them. But if they're just, like, trying to start a conversation, I think most times you just got to just cut it and just either ignore it or be, like, one quick reply, but no more than one, you know, polite reply and that's it right because sometimes people are just trying to be you know oh that was fun or whatever and they're not yeah, trying something but that's just, you know i think sometimes people are looking to have a connection with someone maybe she's she wasn't getting what she needed and not necessarily that she wanted to cheat or sleep with you or something like that but i think sometimes people yeah. are just so desperate to have some sort of conversation um, but that's just this fine line, and you don't want to be playing around. It, that. Yeah, and you shouldn't. You definitely yeah. shouldn't. Yeah. Um, okay. I think. Um, I think sliding in DMs is kind of. Um, it can be kind of awkward because obviously, if they are, <laughs> that means we're already friends or acquaintances, and. Like what Sasha said, I think I have more guys in relationships hit me up mm-hmm. in instant mm-hmm. messenger or direct message, and that part makes it super awkward because, you know, you obviously know them, and I've had to literally tell someone, I know you're not single, so what are we talking about? You know, like, yeah. just say it. Mm-hmm. Just say it, and yeah. let me let me be make that decision. Don't yeah. try to hey good morning beautiful that's the that's the one of the century so um <laughs> yeah sometimes it, it it 
it makes you want to like disable your messenger, but yeah. you know, hey, it's 2018. People are trying to do it. They're they want to do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I also My wanted to talk about it. was, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk about um, dating app pictures and the deception. So. <laughs> 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 this seems to always come up when I'm having conversations with friends, and me and Daniel share mutual friends, so he knows the the dynamic of the conversations and how they happen, but we explore a lot of avenues with dating. Um, and one thing that we talked about before is um, pictures, like how deceptive pictures are. And I have one horror story with the picture app. So um, I met a guy on match and uh he was looked super nice and I was like oh he's dressed really nice and you know definitely not my type but very attractive looking by the look of things so I'm like oh he looks so you know so great blah blah blah. went out really really fun we went out on a on a bunch of dates and then one day we were going um to dinner and it was in Baltimore, which is not my neck of the woods. But, you know, I drove out there. He raved about this restaurant and how great it was. So um, he was like, well, do you want to meet me at my house? And then we can ride together to the restaurant. I was like, cool, because it was a parking situation there that made it hard. You know, metered parking and stuff like that. Cool. So we meet. I park in the street. We, you know, go to go to, go to dinner, come back. Uh, I asked him if I could use the restroom. That was no way any indication that I was trying to get inside of his house, but I really did have to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom, and when you walk into his house, it's like this big foyer. The picture, the profile picture that was on the dating app is on um, like a little console table. And it's... (laughs) And it's a picture from his wedding. So <laughs> I I'm sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> your wed- it's your wedding picture. He was like, you know, I'm just, I got to get rid of all of that stuff. He wasn't lying about being divorced because obviously I checked yeah. him on those the circuit court uh, website, and he was really divorced. Um, but you used your wedding picture as your as your profile picture on a dating app, and if he hears this podcast, I'm really sorry, but I knew that was the same <laughs> picture. <laughs> so, wow, yeah, you a, should – that was interesting. That was an interesting one. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's like – I, I get it. I'm I'm a person that I t- I'm, I take pictures. I don't, you know, do selfies and I don't do all that stuff. So it's like it's hard for some people to be, you know, taking a bunch of pictures of themselves. So it's yeah, you gotta yeah. figure it out. You know, sometimes it's a bad reason. Sometimes it's a understandable reason. I just wouldn't in my mind. I just wouldn't even be able to upload a wedding picture. My my own wedding oh, picture no. as yeah. a profile picture on a dating app. I just that's just bad taste. 
So, yeah. yeah. Um, The whole angle thing can be pretty deceiving, too. I know girls love to use that. I'm guilty of that. I have a a better side. I have a good side and I have a bad side. But some of those angles, man, they, they like, really are interesting. They, like, make you look like different people. (laughs) Has anybody ever met up with someone that they met on a dating app and they did not look like their picture? No, not me. No. Okay, that's never happened to me. That's never happened to me. No. So we, we've but all been lucky. To, we weren't catfished. Yeah. But to tell on myself, I have used for I don't I don't like pictures of myself. Like I don't take pictures of myself. And so I used this one picture um that I used for like 10 years. But I didn't use it for <laughs> dating apps. I used it for like when they're like, all right, Google whatever, and you got to put your picture. I just throw that picture up. But I don't, like, I still kind of look the same because I still look Mm -hmm. like I'm, like, 19. But Mm -hmm. that's still, (laughs) I really need to update (laughs) pictures a lot because that's just a little much. But that's because I just, you know, I just throw pictures up on stuff, not for, like, Instagram or whatever. Well, if you still look um, the same, then I don't think it's a big deal. But when people post, like, their college picture and they put on weight or their hair is different and they've obviously aged, then that's like, okay, you're being deceived now. Yeah. Rule of thumb should be your picture shouldn't be more than six months old. Oh, my goodness. I've seen on Tinder. Well, real real quick, I've seen on Tinder where people will put their picture like women will put their picture up. It'll be like a modeling picture. And then the next four pictures will be like of a 50 year old woman. It's like that what? was back in the day. They do that. that. Was, I've seen that a bunch of times. Yeah. That was at their prime. So this was that in was. high school. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like yeah. I'm in the middle with this. I feel like um, when I want to, you know, select a, a good profile picture. I'm going to use the best picture. Like I might take ten, and I'll select one out of the best ten. You know, and that's well, that's, that's different. That's, yeah, that's, that's different me. though. But then, you know, you may run into me it, depending on how I feel. Like if it's that time of the month, or <laughs> you may of run course. into me and Target, and I may have a bun in my hair and no makeup on, or yeah. something like that. I feel like. I mean, as long as you're not looking like a, a totally different person with makeup, without yeah. makeup, you know what I mean, where it yeah. becomes deceiving. Yeah. I feel like it's okay. You don't have to look exactly yeah. how, yeah. you know, you presenting yourself posting, on Yeah, media, posting so. pictures from 10 years ago when you've obviously aged, that's just not cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or posting your yeah. high school or college picture and, you know, you've had, you know, three kids and you know, yeah. eye surgery and some other stuff going on. That's just not fair. Um, yeah, yeah, but um, um, yeah. Yeah. And to, to, for me, to bottom line this whole thing, I just feel like dating apps, like we were saying earlier, I'm kind of, I'm not for it because I feel like dating apps are, are like The Bachelor. Like, everybody's trying to yeah. win. It's like you're trying to get mm-hmm. people to swipe on you and then to want to be with you over everybody mm-hmm. else in the app. So it's like for me, yeah. it doesn't seem really real. It's just like people are just trying to um, make themselves 
feel better. Uh, it, it, it's weird, but it's, for me, it's just not, you know, um, authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's a rebound thing. I, I'm the same. I, I'm in the same mind frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, when you get out of a bad relationship, that's the quickest, you know, way to interact with someone to get over you know, someone that you just got out of a relationship with. I don't think that it should be something that you're actively using to meet people, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah I I don't agree with you guys at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's awesome that there's an outlet that you can meet people. You have to use your own discretion. You have to be serious. You have to have, to, you have, to have a serious understanding of what it is. And I think when people can grasp that and they're not looking for a husband or looking for a serious relationship and taking it for what it's worth. You know, I don't want to sound like it's, you know, the greatest thing on earth, but the possibilities are endless. It could be a disaster or it could be, Hey, me and this person connect. I I would never go in with the mindset that I'm looking for a relationship in someone on this dating app. I just wouldn't do that. I, I, I couldn't take it serious enough to do that. But if I were to come across people that I was cool with, that I connected with, we could hang out with, like um, Daniel said about, you know, do you know how hard it is to find someone who's into Star Wars? Um, side note, I've never seen a Star Wars movie. But, oh, you know, things like, <laughs> things like that could be difficult for someone that has, you know, such focused likes or, you know, things that are just hard to yeah. come by. I don't, I don't think yeah. that it's a bad thing at all. And, and if you're smart about it, then you'll know that this person's full of shit or this isn't working or, Hey, let's keep exploring this and see where it goes. I just, yeah. I think it's, I think it's cool. And I think it's great for older people. Like I'm, I'm talking about old people, like my grandmother old, like, where are old people going to link a, up and meet at? Yeah, there's a website for them. There's old, what is it, oldtimersmeet.com or something? There's farmersmeet.com. Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds yeah. of stuff out there. Yeah, hey, you, I'll, have you know to, what? I, I'll have to tell her, too, because I want her to not necessarily find someone, but just sometimes that male companionship or even female, um, it means a lot with people their age, and they're just not out and about like yeah. that. So I think and, it's, and I just to clarify. I've met someone where it was beneficial because they had a um, ST, STI, herpes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think it was kind of hard meeting people and then getting to know someone and then having to tell them, like, I have a condition, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so yeah. they have an app. I didn't know this, but this is pretty cool. So they have an app where, you know, you can go on and meet people in those same circumstances. Wow. And it's yeah. for them. Yeah. That's awesome because how could you have that easily have that conversation with someone right. and then you're meeting yeah. people that yeah. might have the same condition as you so there's no risk of being in a relationship or being sexually active because you both already have it. So I think exactly. that's cool. I mean, hey, yeah. you know, it can it can it serve its purpose for people, I think. Yeah. 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 And, so that would be and to clarify I agree. Like, I think, like, it's not for me. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, it's for me, it's friendship. I want to meet cool people, and if it goes to that level, yeah, let's go out, and if it goes to that level, let's get married and have kids. That's whatever. Yeah. But 
it it just doesn't feel like it's for me. But I think it's a great thing. I think it's it's great that this stuff is out there and it's connecting people, and uh, just people got to be yeah. smart. You know, even Daniel, when I work with models, me and models, you like, know each other go to because of a relationship. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That's how we're I, friends yeah. through, a, through a Tinder relationship. Not us yeah, on so, Tinder, but through another Tinder no. relationship. Me and him became friends. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a friend. That's very and true. if I don't know you and I don't know people that know you, leave me be. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and on that note, yeah. um, we'll go ahead and wrap things up. Um, thanks for the the one caller that tuned in. We we really appreciated mm-hmm. that that interruption there. It, it was truly yeah. an interruption. Mm-hmm. Um, don't go to that thanks for listening. Don't go to that website. Don't go to that app. Don't go to the website. Nothing. Um, I wanted to thank everybody for listening in. Um, follow us on social media. Um, Twitter is fluent underscore in underscore single underscore ish. And then um, uh, the same on Instagram. I think I said that back- backwards. The Instagram is the underscores. And then uh, fluent in with no I um, in singlish is our Twitter handle. So we will catch you guys next episode. Bye, everybody. Good night. Peace.